Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work, Kathy Elster and Catherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Catherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office Overtime. So today we're going to talk about the topic of likability. Mm-hmm. Um, so likability in the workplace, uh, when it helps and when it hurts. Mm-hmm. So I had some thoughts I was going to jump in with, because I was thinking about that notion, first, that likability is such a subjective thing, you know, mm-hmm. it's... you. Uh, how do you determine whether someone is likable or not? And right. it is also different from needing to be liked. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and I was thinking, okay, so whereas likability comes in handy, I thought of um, in selling something, mm-hmm. as uh-huh. Kathy, our sales expert, knows, um, providing customer service, mm-hmm. trying to engage others in a project or a vision. And I think it comes in handy if you're trying to lead a group, um, mm-hmm. at least being somewhat likable. Right. And then uh, think about needing to be liked and that if, if you're too obsessed with your own likability can be harmful if you need to set limits with mm-hmm. anyone. You may be afraid that it makes mm-hmm. you less likable. If you need to say no, mm-hmm. you may certainly fear being less likable. Uh, if you need to request fair treatment mm-hmm. in some situation, mm-hmm. you may fear Again, being less likable. And it can be really hard if you're a manager and you need to hold people accountable for their behavior because usually the first fear... If you're someone who needs to be liked and is very invested in your likability, you're certainly going to fear that they won't like you. Right. Yeah. So likability is Mm. like nice. You know, it's people that are nice, right? And Mm -hmm. isn't it Oprah who calls it's a disease, niceness? (laughs) Because (laughs) if you have to be nice or you have to be liked all the time, then you're going to compromise yourself. Then you're not going to necessarily, you know, do can't be your authentic self because you want to please people. Right. Yeah. And it's a trap. I mean, you know, I, I was brought up in a time when girls were supposed to, be, you know, nice to everyone and likable. Mm-hmm. And um, if you weren't, then you were considered, you know, something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And um, so was, that was hard. And I think in the workplace, um, you know, everybody wants to be liked mm-hmm. because yeah. you want to get along with your coworkers. You want to get along with your managers. Mm-hmm. Sure. You want to be friends. You got to be there. You know, even if you're not officially going back into the office, you still have to get cooperation from people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we know that we all work, if we get along, then we can get work done. Right. right. That's right. But when there's an issue between people, it's hard to get your work done. Mm-hmm. So we, we, you know, we work better with the people we like. Yeah. Sure. It's just as true. So it can be a dilemma. Mm-hmm. I think so. But I also think you can be like, I think of people, I mean, again, just taking the term likable, likability, there are people who are essentially, we might say charismatic, Mm -hmm. who, you know, you sort of automatically want to like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes those people are able to get away with more. (laughs) Yeah, like who? Like who's really likable? very true. (laughs) Um, Like in today's culture, who can we... Oh, boy. Someone that's likable, but that's not a great... (sighs) 
Well, just somebody that person. we will all agree we like. Pretty much the whole world kind of agrees we like a particular. I mean, I'm not talking about politics, but just yeah. like right, right, right. like well, among actors or you know, uh, just, Tom Hanks. I would agree, Tom he's Hanks. He's very yes. likable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's very very likable. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, he's very likable. So exactly. So why is he likable? Because he, I think he, uh, and I don't know what he's like in real life, mm-hmm. right. but I think he's. Um, uh, what's you know he he's not doesn't have a big ego, right? Right. Right. He, That's right. And he's very talented. Right. right. Like we probably all like Meryl Streep. Humility. Also. Oh yeah. There right. Because she doesn't one. do interviews. Really, you really don't hear from her. But right. when you do, she's nice. She's not. Yeah. She has no ego involved. Right. So so what does that say? So it's it kind of is about your ego, mm. right? Could be. Or yeah. but. If you have a need to be like, like you were saying, yeah. then you are compromising yourself. Right. So that's what, where it gets tricky. That's where it gets really dicey. Yeah. 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 And I will also say, um, you know, I, I like to talk about developmental psychology. And mm-hmm. so the need to be liked is greatest in early adulthood. And it keeps changing through the adult life cycle. Mm-hmm. For when you hit about 50 most people don't need to be liked in the same way. <laughs> it's just a developmental thing that sure. changes. Sure. But in your 20s, early 20s, mid-20s, into, into the 30s, it's a very strong drive. hmm Okay. It's a very strong drive. Yeah. I remember stopping around 35. Yes. I, re- I actually mm. remember when you stopped because I remember you told me, I don't care anymore if people like me. It, I, I kind of feel that way now, so I feel... You're just I'm about getting there. Well, and I'm almost you. like I'm reaching 30, so I'm like... Wow. <laughs> but I remember that I had enough people around me that did like me. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to stop compromising myself and getting people I didn't even like to like me. Yeah. Mm. I didn't need that. But I'm, I was self-employed by the time I was 35. So I remember in working in the workplace and even with our clients, mm-hmm. I don't want to ruffle feathers and I don't right. want That's right. them. I don't want there to be issues. So it's important to be liked. It yeah. just yeah. is with, with clients Absolutely. and and with your coworkers. Yeah. So how do you, how do you balance the two? Like how, yeah. you know, and I think there's a nice way to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And there's a nice way to be honest and be who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it comes down to ego. I think it's if you say, I, I, you know, this is something that I feel really strongly about and I hope you don't mind, but I need to leave at five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you do it in a way that you take responsibility um, and you even say, I will help you out, you know, there's a, right, there's right. a nice way to not compromise yourself. Mm-hmm. I hope, I think. Yeah. Well, it's something certainly to strive for as well. Yeah. I think one of the things that's interesting is if you really need to be liked, and I know Kathy, you help people all the time in coaching with mm-hmm. this, is that you also have to be willing to say certain things mm-hmm. that are tough, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a manager. Um, and so finding a way to be firm and still likable, still, you know, kind in mm-hmm. your delivery is really, I think it's a skill because the other thing that I know is that if you're a people pleaser, if you're, if you really, really Mm. need to be liked, then it feels really dangerous to risk someone's anger or disappointment. 
Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to withstand that a few times, at least in the early stages, mm-hmm. to get to a place where you can be firm mm-hmm. and likable. Yeah. So you have to be willing for others to not like you. Yeah. You have to <laughs> Even go if it's the, just temporarily. Yes. You have to go through the discomfort. And usually when I talk to clients, they don't say dislike. They just say, I hate to disappoint anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I fear disappointing anyone mm-hmm. or displeasing anyone. Right. But there's many people that will, you know, be asked if they'll work late or they'll take on someone else's workload or mm-hmm. they'll work on the weekends. And just, just to be nice or to be like, they say yes. yes. They really mm-hmm. want to say no. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you've got to work on saying, I really wish I could. Yep. But I yeah. I absolutely can't this weekend. Um, maybe mm-hmm. you can ask so-and-so. You know, learning how to do that takes a while for many people. Absolutely. And I would say, if we want to talk about it just in terms of dynamics, it's the internal skill of being able to put your needs before others. Right. You know, some people, the big challenge in life is learning to think of others before themselves. Mm -hmm. For others, the big challenge is to figure out, I need to leave by a certain time or I can't work this hard or I can't do all these things at once mm-hmm. and be able to say, okay, I need to take care of myself to a certain degree and then I can take care of you. Right. You know, it's literally like being able to figure out what you need mm-hmm. in the moment. Yeah. I think there's something else to be said about someone doing something or saying something that you don't like, mm-hmm. but that's more of an action or a behavior and not like their personhood. Yes. So also getting people to understand that it's not them or their personality. Right. Um, It may be just a behavior thing. Yes. And I think the other thing, when thinking about likability and thinking about personality, I mean, it can be very painful if it seems like someone else who you work with is more likable than you are. Mm, Just mm -hmm. in their... That's so hard. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I also think if you're a, um, you know, somebody who has a strong, um, you know, career goals, you know, somebody mm-hmm. that I can't think of the word, I'm like, you're ambitious. If, ambitious, you're, if yeah. you're ambitious, you're going to have to learn to, that not everybody's going to like you mm-hmm. and that they need to respect you right. and that from respect, they trust you. And yes. that those are more important qualities. Right. And otherwise, I don't see how you're really going to climb the ladder um, without those things, because you, mm-hmm. it's too much humble pie. It's too much, mm. you know, um, uh, g- giving of yourself. Right. Exactly. Rather than, um, then I don't know. I can't yeah. But then they're, they're holding themselves back, right? Then they're not yes. being their authentic self. And so right. they'll suffer for it. Well, I'm, I've been uh, working with someone in a really interesting position where he is at the, he's at a certain level, wants to go to the next level, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it's senior director, VP, something like that. And he, the person above him has said, I need to see more executive behavior. Mm-hmm. And we've just figured out that what he actually needs is to see this guy say no mm-hmm. and set limits and ask more of his staff right. rather than complying, taking care of them, covering for them, mm-hmm. doing everything to be likable, mm-hmm. you know, everything to kind of protect them. Right, right. Um, and so it was a real moment. But to that's a big that. development for someone sure. because the staff are going to, um, you know, they probably like 
Absolutely. They like, they like him. He's so liked. But yeah. that's, he's going to have to communicate that. That's right. Right. And then they're going to have to, we talked about the switchback, which is when you mm-hmm. change the dynamic. So if you go from friendly to firm, the other people involved are going to test the limits, mm-hmm. right? They're going to double their efforts to get, back, get you back to friendly. Right. And likable. Yeah. Right. Well, they'll eventually like you. Yeah. I think it's just you got to go through the painful transition. Yeah. yeah. What happens yeah. if you have a worker or an employee that's very likable or that you like? Maybe they're funny, charming, nice, yeah. but they're not a great worker. <laughs> well, that happens a lot. It sure yeah. does. And it's it sure how, does. I mean, we hear that. I hear that a lot from my clients is that, oh, mm-hmm. everybody likes this person, but we have uh-huh. to get rid of them. They're, the, they're not very good at their right, job. Yeah. Right. And that's a tough one. Um, and I just helped somebody do that, but they were able to gather enough examples. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they really tried to manage him out and say, look, this is really not the, not the right place for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually when they gave him that first warning, he got he another got, job. Oh. He, he found another job prior to being let go. Because mm. he's so, so likable. Because he, right. and he did the likable thing. <laughs> he probably just waltzed right in there. He, he looked for the exit and he knew where it was. Yeah. And again, everybody felt, he's having a big party, you know, because right. everybody felt, everybody really likes him and he's going to leave with a lot of friends. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But you have to be firm. It is really your responsibility as a manager to, um, you know, overlook, not overlook, you acknowledge them for their great personality. Sure. But that they're, they're not hired for that. Look for their work product. Right. Right. They're they're been hired to get this job done Mm -hmm. and that's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. And I think some nice people, you know, compensate, like they use it. To Absolutely. To get away with maybe getting, being productive. Yeah. So you've got to work on that. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think anyone that hears that from their manager, you know, you're, you need, we're not seeing the work product, even though we like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would take that very seriously. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it, it'll probably hurt him in this new job that he's going to. So mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully he's he's gonna yeah. learn a lesson from this. Even though yeah. he's been given this feedback many times, but no one ever gave him a warning. Mm. And that was what you know he finally said. Oh, okay, I hear you now. Yeah. So this is interesting because in some ways, likability can hurt you potentially. Yes. Yeah. It, because you're not it, you're not paying attention to the real goal, which is to do excellent work. Right. Some people. I think we'll do that. Not all. Right. I mean, some people that are very, you know, work very hard at being likable are also very good workers. Well, they're earning gonna, the likability, right, in a way. Yeah. But, so the, but it's still going to hurt them if they don't grow up and, um, and, and don't use it as a means of getting people to like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'll just like you because you are likable. Right. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have to work at it. Right. Well, right? some people do. <laughs> well, you might be. Some people might be. Yeah, they might be great some worker. Some people do need to but work. But your likability right. factor is very low. So that's need the whole to do thing. another overtime for yeah, those people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> A likability makeover. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. What makes somebody not <laughs> likable? They're just grouchy. Yeah. Right? They're in bad mood. Yeah. Inflexible. Yeah. Short. But then that makes them probably not a good worker. 
Well, not mm. always. I know some very unlikable people who are very good workers. What I think is interesting about those individuals is they <laughs> don't work care. Alone, right? <laughs> they don't care. Yeah. They, they probably don't work care. alone. Yeah. And you know, there are very there are a number of people who are we talking about developmentally who get to the place where I don't need to be liked, I want to be respected. And mm. so that's a different, right? The currency okay. becomes different. Yeah. Right. Right. So I can see that. Yeah, so it's it's a dance and depending on where you sure. are in this developmental cycle, yeah. You know, uh you're going to have to work at it. We're all working at this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess the cautionary tale is <clears throat> just be careful if you need if you're working because you need to be liked and if you're hurting yourself or your career because mm-hmm. you need to be liked so yeah. badly. Yeah. yeah. That's it for this My Crazy Office Overtime. In the meantime, join us next time, and we hope that you have a very likable day. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.